somewhere else public and highly recognizable not city hall somebody thought it through enough to not put morgan in that position again but maybe there's a park some sort of historical statue or, or plaza or something or like a one of the vale ashcroft's new gentrifications or something like that Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. They they go the other way. It's in a luxury hotel in a big-ass conference room with real nice bagels, real nice, and pastry, mm. fancy coffee. Ashcroft herself is there. She's She's been allowed to be the sort of ostensible broker of this meeting. She comes up in a just like a jet black power suit, like a suit, mm -hmm. not like a suit suit, um, pantsuit. And she walks up to, to Morgan and sort of sizes him up quickly and then offers a hand. So she's still kind of got the, I'm a former villain aesthetic in a certain way. Yeah. Morgan's just like, or just like, or, or 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 maybe just like I'm a bad bitch. I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe that's the same thing. Yeah. Morgan gives her the the once over kind of same as she did to him, but I guess not to the same effect effect since he's got the mask on or whatever and shakes her hand. She has an incredibly powerful grip. Mm -hmm. She uh. She 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 squeezes a little. And, and just kind of half smiles at him when she does it. And she's just like, it's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. She says, she makes a show of, of like, she doesn't actually wag her finger at him, but she does it with her voice by saying, now, I spent a lot of money on this place, so... All right. He, he while still shaking her hand, he's going to, like, bring her in for, like, the, the handshake hug thing. Mm -hmm. And I imagine she's like quite a bit taller than him. So he'll get up on his tiptoes and like real close to her ear be like, I have an idea how close you were to Greenwell. So I'll be keeping a fucking eye on you. Okay. They, they come back out of the hug and she just sort of like gives him a, a bit of a squint and she's just, and she's like, she's like, when this is over, let's keep in touch. Mm, let's do. She's like, have your people call my people. And then she walks away. Um, around then, Communique arrives, and um, most of the sept is not with her, but... Um, Morgan resists the urge to zing a bagel at her head. <laughs> uh, Sanguine Warden is with her. Um... Sister C is definitely not there. The Duke is not there. 
there's basically just salamander left. All right. I'm right. Oh, and Cl- and 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 Clargatha. Clargatha oh, and Flea. Sort of like he like oozes in, or they he, they probably don't have gender on his planet. It's planet their planet, um, or maybe they do. I don't know. Anyway, Morgan can't tell what it is. Mm. So uh, you can you've you've seen. You know, I'm sure like everybody in Stringersburg, you've seen a lot of footage of the Sept over the years. And Clargatha has done different versions of itself over mm-hmm. the years, like different bodies for different occasions, more or less. And uh, it's somewhere between its natural form, which is a sort of blobby thing, and a person. And a human person, I mean. Okay. Um so it's a little clayface esque. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Okay. Or like cross like if you walked into a a, a jello mold and walked out made of jello. Okay. I don't know. Alright. Morgan's gonna like as not as soon as he sees them, but once they're in the room, he's gonna like walk right up to the group ignore everyone else and be like hey uh jacob right uh can i have a word with you he's like yeah okay all right come here kid he's, and he's, he's like, gonna lead um, him away from the group okay he he starts walking over toward the catering table he's like uh i'm really hungry okay so. yeah sure scoff it down kid so uh sister c wanted me to talk to you he says, he says, the seal couldn't take hold of you. Do you know why? I don't even know what you're talking about. He sort of looks down at his belt at the, like, bangles there, the little symbolic objects that he's got. He's like, every one of these is someone that's sealed away. I, I tried to put you away, and I couldn't. It's never happened before. Well... I mean, once or twice, but... That's unsettling. It... It's like... Most of them had it coming. I gotcha. But not all of them. Mm-hmm. And... And... And I thought maybe that's why it didn't work, because... Because I did it for the wrong reasons a couple of times. Maybe I thought I lost it, and I'm the last one, I'm the only one, and... Um, if I don't live long enough to have a son of my own, it, it stops with me. And, and, and I listen, kid, you got, sounds like you got a lot on your mind. Um, a lot of shit. I think sister C is worried about you. Um, especially being with these yahoos. So. If you need, you got a place with her, which is a place with us for right now. I can't like, guarantee your safety. I can't guarantee you're going to live old enough to have kids of your own. But uh, at least it's as safe as it can be. I told her I was going to talk to you when, uh, you know, we keep our word in the sink. Because that's pretty much all we got. 
He's like looking at you thoughtfully while he just shit houses this bagel. Mm-hmm. He just like inhales this bagel, heaped really high with cream cheese. He's like, I, I thought she thought I was just a dumb. Look, I, I have to settle things with them first, but I might at least come talk. Yeah, come say I, hi uh, to her. He says, I, um, <clears throat> and he points to a couple of points on Morgan's suit and he's like, I, I, I don't know if you can read all of that, but, um, I can read some of it. Do tell. Okay, maybe some other time. All right. I just mean, it sounds like we have a lot to talk about. Probably. (laughs) The way my life's been going, so... Yeah, kid, uh... Keep in touch, and I'll... You know, give him, like, the... Somewhat of a... Modified handshake and everything, and I'll have slipped uh, Morgan's uh, cell phone number into his palm. Okay. He seems to just sort of accept that and put it away. He's like, oh, wait, one more question. Uh-huh. And he's he's dumped a bunch of capers on a little paper plate, and he's like, what the hell are these? Fuck if I know, man. Uh, picks one up, and a little mouth slit opens in his helmet, and Tastes it. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Jacob just puts the plate down. Okay. Um, so there, uh, there, there is media there. There's a guy that he vaguely recognizes from the WAVN TV station. Um, With the high-tech camera? Yeah. He's got like three of those. Um, and they're triangulated. They're all pointing at this one spot, which is, has a little reserved for paper card on it. It's your seat. All Mm. the cameras are pointed at Morgan's seat. And, um, the guy, this, this guy comes up to him, to you. And he's like, uh, he's like, okay, so we don't need to do any makeup. Unless, is there any way... No, I woke up this way. (laughs) Cute. Uh, Look, I'm gonna get a fix on you. I'm gonna get your signal. It's not some religious thing with you, right? No. He's like, okay. He's like... It's like... It's just a matter of finding the right algorithm. We'll figure out a workaround. Yeah, knock yourself out. It looks like he wants to say something else, but he doesn't. And then uh, at that point, Ashcroft comes back over and she's like, it's almost time. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Nobody's told me anything, so. You're just going to talk. All right. Do my best. This will be fun. So they... They get they they have other um, non-special cameras there, and uh, 
Ashcroft talks into one for a while. She's like addressing the public. She talks to the camera and she's like, we've all been rocked by this. We've all seen people we love get hurt in this conflict. And she's like, sometimes it's, it's not about politics. It's about people. She's like, and so here in the blah, 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 grand hotel conference center, we have two people who've been party to this conflict. And now they're just going to talk. We're going to let them discuss their perspectives on what's happened. And we'll show you a condensed version that hopefully will inspire everybody out there to look across the way at their neighbor and trade words instead of blows. Something like that. And they do, they do a, <laughs> instead of both. <laughs> They, they, uh, so, so she, she says that some guys like cut, it's like blows is a little too formal. Miss Ashcroft, we're thinking she's like, fine. And they take it again. And she says punches this time, but she says a little sarcastically. So they do a third take and, and then a guy's like, okay, we got it. We're good. And then, uh, some other, one of the, uh, WAVN news anchor people comes over to you. She's like intensely attractive. She's like, so, hey, we're just going to be here to moderate. We're not going to butt in on your conversation, but just a tip. Keep it personal. Don't get into parties or ideologies. Okay? Sound good? Yeah, this whole thing's personal, so that's not a problem. Great. So they finally sit you down facing communique. She's like, this is they. You you have a second before they start the cameras rolling. They're still like fussing with her makeup and technical boy over there is like fussing with his high tech cameras. And she's like, she looks over at you and she's like, what did you say to my father or whatever he is? Uh, no idea. Can't remember. Okay. They're like, we're rolling. The uh, WAVN anchor person is like, it's like, so we all know a little something about the sept. We don't know anything about you. She gestures to Morgan. She's like, you've been called a lot of things in this city. What do you call yourself? Uh, uh, Cerulean Sentinel. Like Cerulean, like the blue. And she gestures to the suit. Yeah, sure. Okay. So. Let's get started. And I don't really know. I mean. Yeah, we don't have trying, to get. We yeah, don't have to get all crazy about it. They're, they're trying to have a. Um, almost like truth and reconciliation style thing here where they're like going to alternate between the two of you what happened and how did you feel about that kind of thing so um i'll tell you that communique seems a bit chastened in some way she seems thoughtful um a little distracted so she's not 
coming at Morgan aggressively. Her, her perspective on things is irritating to him still because it's very much a, like an establishment mother knows best sort of thing, mm-hmm. but she's not actively antagonizing him. I don't know. I'm sure at some point he'll just be like, why did you feel justified to like come in to our homes and harass, you know, old Mrs. Uh, Oh, Mrs. Banksy, and yeah, I don't know. Feel like you had the justification of, of being able to do something like that. Like these are just normal people who have enough problems trying to fucking, you know, their house not collapse into the fucking river, and then they got to deal with this shit. They have a guy. <laughs> they have a guy over there on a little switchboard doing the bleep. And at some point, he has to switch hands, and then they get a second guy to tag in, and then the first guy comes back. Um, but communique just sort of like is is looking at the table while he says all that, and then she looks up and she's like, she's like, I I couldn't, I couldn't justify it. We just did it. Disaster convinced us we had to. He made it sound like our reputation was riding on it, and that if our reputation suffered, the whole city would. Your reputation was riding on coming in and fucking harassing just folks? It was riding on strength. A display of strength. You see, for a long time, we've thought that that we are Stringersburg, but we're not. Morgan can't help but, like, guffaw when she says that. He's just like, <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, you're like uh, the complete opposite of Stringersburg. She says, I know it seems that way to you, but... The whole burg isn't the sink. We're a part of it that you're not. And you're a part of it that we never would have been, even if we'd tried. Because this is as good a time as any to tell everyone that uh, the Sept is formally disbanded. There is no Stringersburg Sept anymore. She just sort of shrugs, takes a deep breath. She's like, there, I said it. <laughs> Morgan had to, like, stop himself from clapping under the table a little bit. And then he looks over at her, and I guess he feels a little bad. Because it seems like she's a bit downtrodden or whatever, for whatever reason. She says, we really did think, well, most of us. Side look at Jacob. She's like, we, we, we really did think that everybody important in town believed in us and backed us. When we got Greenwell's endorsement, and uh, Morgan hears like a sharp intake of breath from somewhere else in the room, 
and he sees a light over there that's green go go red real quick. He keeps talking, but he notices some people gesturing to each other. He knows somebody has cut. She's still talking about Greenwell stuff. I'm going to, like, tap her on the arm real quick and be like, save whatever you're, uh, you're going to say until uh, they decide to come back on. I think someone's uh, gotten a little touchy about the whole uh, Greenwell douchebaggery. I was like, it's a technical problem. We're working on it. Okay, we Just can relax. wait. Everybody take, everybody take five. All right, I'll I'll lean lean away from the mics and everything. Maybe scoot the chair back a little bit and look at communique and scrutinize her real close. Just be like, just just tell me. Just I know you can't see my eyes, but look me in the eye and. Tell me you're not full of shit. I'm all out of shit. <laughs> she says, Sentinel, I'm tired. Doing this for all this time has been exhausting. It was already exhausting, and then... <laughs> some ancestor of mine shows up. We have to actually wade into it for the first time in years. I just want to go home. The problem is I don't have one anymore. And I just want to sleep. So if that makes me full of shit. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you think you've hit bottom? Come stay at the sink. I'll, uh, I'll put you up somewhere. You can see what bottom really looks like so you can appreciate it. She's like, I don't think I'm welcome in your neighborhood. <laughs> uh, no, but... I'll make sure that... I can't promise that you won't be harassed, but I'll promise that nobody's gonna punch you in the face. I'll think about it. I'm just offering. You can see what your handiwork did. It's like... We... And then... Some look crosses her face. And she looks around and she's like... Are we back up yet? What's going on here? You people... Don't seem to know what you're doing here. And Ashcroft and some of the technocrat people in the room bustle around. And they're like, oh no, we can... Her her mask is back up mm. a little bit. Um, somebody comes over. Uh, the 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 WAVN anchor had left the table for a second. She comes back over and she's like, "You know, we've basically got everything we need. We can cut in some B roll, but as far as your conversation goes, we're all set. I think we can maybe just do a little sign off." No, no, I think we need to talk about this whole Greenwell thing. She's like, well, she sits down and like leans real close to Morgan. And she's like, between you and me, that would end up on the cutting room floor anyway. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, uh, between you and me, 
if something doesn't make it, I think all of your fancy cameras might get broken. She kind of... <laughs> there's, a, there's a very careful lack of expression on her face for a second. And she's like, sweetie, those aren't my cameras. And she stands up and goes over to talk to somebody. And uh, there's a lot of quiet arguing. And finally, Val Ashcroft just walks over to somebody who has a camera, just very gently, like, plucks the camera out of his hand and pushes him across the room, comes over, sets the camera down on the table, turns it on, and is like, Sentinel, you were saying? I think... uh... Uh, communique there had the had the floor I think she was talking about uh, something about Greenwell's corruption and, and tied with uh, Duke Disastro and the cease and desist units and a couple other things but uh, I'll let her tell it Ashcroft is like well I can say something about the cease and desist programs she says a lot of the new developments in the city were built to be compatible with them so that the signals from the drones would bounce something like that. I built buildings, not machines. But in any case, uh, some of my own properties have elements of that system in them. I don't have a problem with it. It's expensive. And it seems more corrupt than it is. Very little public money is actually involved. A lot of venture capital. You seem uh, a lot more informed about this than anybody on the streets does. Well, I've been very lucky since my career change. A lot of people have trusted me with their investments, and I'm just trying to build a better city. Mm Mm-hmm. communiques like that explains desist a little bit cease was um cease was a little different we never found out too much about it but a little different i got some broken ribs from that little bit of difference yeah that was the point i think greenwell and company never really wanted us to learn too much about that system they seem to think we'd feel threatened by it because it was a threat they're artificial heroes they're uh, designed to make metas obsolete obviously they're nowhere near that level yet, but that's the idea mm-hmm. <sighs> so anyway everybody's sitting here and we're going to talk circles, and I'm sure a lot of this shit's going to get cut, because whatever. But, uh, communicate, you seem like, uh, I'm going to risk it. So, don't make me regret it, and, uh, we can talk later. So, yeah, whatever whatever I'm supposed to fucking say, then, yeah, I... I me and her can work with each other. Somebody's like, is that it? And uh, the, the WAVN anchor looks around and is just like, yep, that's a wrap. 
and a guy with an ice bag on his wrist. It's like, fucking finally. He's like, he, he comes over, he comes over to you and he's just like, you're going to hear from my union. All right, man, come on into the sink and we can have that talk. Oh, that, oh, no. He walks away. Oh, they start wrapping up. They take the, you know, the anchor woman goes to shoot an outro. Um, Ashcroft comes over to you and she's just like, so you know he left town, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you really know, don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised that you do. Like I said, I just want to build a better city. Uh-huh. Stay out of the fucking sink. Sweetheart, there's nothing there worth my time. Not yet. If you're worried about gentrification, don't worry for another 15 to 20. Good. She says, but I will tell you, if, you, if you're concerned about people's bottom floors being flooded, you can't afford to alienate the big tech people because if you want the engineering I just walk expertise, away. okay, all right. She's like, bye. No, she didn't. <laughs> she says, bye, Cerulean. No, I'm kidding. Morgan had to walk away before he punched her in the face. Mm. Okay. Um, all this nicey nice after all this build up, he's still just like seething. Uh-huh. So, everybody just sort of lets him leave. Um, It's unclear how that is meant to be interpreted, or if there's anything behind it at all. Maybe everyone's just busy doing their individual thing, but he turns around to leave, and nobody gets in his way or bothers him. So, the MHTF, like, the next day starts to pull out of the city and um the announcement that the sept has real quick wasn't uh vance like supposed to be there yeah he he didn't he didn't show up during the actual conference meeting thing okay all right now i'm glad you said that because morgan as morgan's see vance coming in okay he's been in like an an outer room outside the conference area um, yeah. I think your uh, sundial's a little slow there. He says, I understand you are mocking me, but I'm not certain why. A little bit. I don't know. Somebody told me you were supposed to be here. I came in hopes of speaking with mine ancestress. Or no, sorry. He's the ancestor, not her. He says, he says I came in hopes of speaking with my descendant. In there, man. I think they're still talking to her, getting some something, some kind of role. And yet, I find my heart quakes. You, you seem to follow some inner voice, not the Lord's, your own, perhaps. Yeah, man. I just follow my gut. 
how have you done so without fail? Have you not been tempted? Have you not strayed? <laughs> uh, man, um, I don't know. I, th- I think you're asking me if I've got like some kind of straight path or something. I fucking zigzag like crazy. Like a, I don't know, snake. You just gotta go with, uh, how do I put it? Go with what feels right for you, I guess. Um, I don't know. I'll, what I'm doing at the time, I don't know if it's right or wrong. Uh, it's not, it's not always right. Otherwise, this situation probably would have turned out better. So I'm just doing what I can with what I've got, which isn't much. Truly, he works in strange ways. He just offers you a hand. Shake it. He says, Some of my monstrous squadron prize you. They they believe in your integrity. I've come to believe something similar. So, should you need an ally in the times to come, you may consider us your friends. You may come to where we are and take fellowship with us. Appreciate that, man. Uh, Sister C uh, wanted me to talk to you. You did a number on her, or she did a number on you, one or the other. Maybe the most both. vexatious woman. Sounds like love. Pray, what did she ask of me? What did she want? She wanted me to talk to you. Said that uh, you and you two had a a talk or a run in or or something, and changed her her viewpoints on a lot of things. Said that you wanted to talk to me, and that she wanted me to talk to you, and I don't know. I think maybe, I don't think she said it outright, but I think she wants to talk to you too. And last we met was first with Steel. And then she troubles me, Mm -hmm. Sentinel. She grieves my heart. And yet says, if I see her, I hope that we will speak. But I cannot seek her out. I cannot. Do you understand? Yeah, man, I got you. Sometimes as, uh, as much as you want to, there's things that you can't say to some people. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in a situation like that myself so and what was the result uh it's it's unresolved ah as are we all until we return to the bosom of the lord forever unresolved (laughs) says we will We will see you, I hope, at our modest 
temple such as it is yeah man tell seven i said hi and uh i don't know if spitter's staying in the sink or not hadn't seen him since last night a young marcus told me he would come and go yeah dual membership that is well said i wonder one final thing that troublesome man the knife mm. you you know something of him not not really he the only thing i got from him was he's a government experiment and he cuts things with his brain seems uh i don't know if he's just playing things close to the chest or He's, uh, I don't know, that one-dimensional. Much of what you have just told me I do not understand. But I will tell you this. He seems to me a man without a soul, which I believed impossible. I don't know, man. Never met one, at least that I know of, so... What I ask of you is, is he too far gone to evil? Can he be saved? I don't think he's evil. I think he's just uh, maybe a guy who's either lost his way or never had one. I see. Then it is decided he must stay with us. He needs the company of the faithful. Yeah, man, like, I don't know. Give him a hobby. A hobby? Uh, something to occupy himself that's creative or, uh, you know, help build his personality. Dancing, something, I don't know. You would have him fall further into sin? Oh, I... I forget sometimes how very antiquated I must seem. <laughs> I understand bit. what you mean. But, uh... You should go give uh, your uh, descendant a uh, a talk to. I think uh, I think maybe somewhere deep down, she's a decent person. I thought she had dishonored the Van Slyke name. Perhaps I was wrong. We'll yeah, I see. think she did, but you know, I think there's maybe redemption for for all of us. Most of us. I won't say all of us. He he lights up a little bit when you say that. He seems to ignore the, the part where you walk it back a bit. And then he just thanks you and goes inside. Okay. So, over the next few days, as the MHTF is pulling out, there are some very high-profile firings in the Stringersburg police force. Um, there's talk of a... I'm trying not to use the British term. They call them snap elections. I don't think we call them that. Uh, I know what you're talking about. There's uh, There's going to be a sort of like 
interim. Yeah, 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 that's right. They're going to hold... They don't say emergency. Damn, there's some term for this. Yeah, I know what you're talking about as soon as you said snap elections. Okay, yeah. So they're going to hold them and they they also announced that the the two major political parties from the last election have been decertified and they will not be fielding candidates neither the strong american man nor the technological progress party will uh, field candidates in this election they um they invite people from the two major national parties to stand and um you get the sense that like i spread word that the the pcams are bad news oh yeah they were they were never really acknowledged anyway um but you you hear that over the next few days a lot of uh a lot of people are flying in on the recently rebuilt uh, private airfield north of the city, which has been claimed through eminent domain. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of private jets from DC mm. are are landing there, and people in suits are touring the city very quickly. And like you even hear uh, from Roland through a contact of his at the courthouse about a bunch of people trying to establish residency very quickly. So Stringersburg is getting sort of brought back into the wider political culture of the country. It's going to be less of, of an outlier. Now they've seen what happens when they let the city run itself Mm. in those terms. So they're sort of, bringing in more people with ties to the outside world or they're trying to anyway, there's no, um, we don't necessarily have to say the outcome is a, is one thing or the other. That's one thing I imagine happening. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Morgan's secret is out, at least in the sink. I don't know if it spreads around Stringersburg. I no. kind of imagine. Okay, yeah, I kind of imagine that it doesn't. Um, so I guess when he's, I don't know, he almost to a Spider-Man effect, like he'll stop at like stores and whatnot and carry on conversations with people and... Um, you know, spends his downtime training with Bianca, who probably not necessarily gets a taste for it, but sees the potential of what good she could do. And, you know, maybe uh, him and Paku, uh, by teaching Paku, he like helps himself to kind of read and grow in that way and by teaching Paku like to talk yeah like teaching him English mm-hmm. and you know he tries to build his relationships with the sailor and 
uh, his whatever it is with Roland and everything, you know, his their weird relationship that they've they've had over the past couple weeks or whatever. Their hilarious buddy cop friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's that's more of the myopic thing, but I guess he's he'll do his monthly or weekly or whatever checkups with uh, communique that are to keep the sink kind of independent or as much as it can be, and um, I don't know. I guess he'll try to get the the metas and everybody that stood up while while the momentum's going to like try to clean up the sink as much as possible like build better bridges and um you know phys- literal and uh metaphorical uh and you know he'll go check in on on seven and everything but he's going to spend a majority of his time just concentrated on on the sink Okay, I have a couple uh, additions to that. Um, one, I think maybe Bianca isn't the most conscientious martial arts student because she spends a lot of her time thinking about and trying to persuade Morgan to broaden out to more students to like have a dojo. She's trying to, she keeps like, telling him about some like spare gym equipment that she found on Craigslist or like there's this building down on 19th street. Da, 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 da. Like mm-hmm. she's sort of, you know, you know, I know a lot of, I know a lot of girls that need to know how to take care of themselves. That kind of thing. Um, probably with prodding from B, he would at least give it a chance. Okay. Like he, he trusts her like more than anybody else. Like even more so than Roland, like, She's like, this is a good idea. He'd be like, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, then two other things. As part, as far as like building up the infrastructure in the sink goes, um, I think whether he tells Morgan about it or not, Spitter is going to help out by... Um, he's going to make like a show of himself eating all sorts of weird civic garbage. He like helps clean up the streets by just eating Uh like old masonry or like entire garbage cans full of garbage, like busted stuff that's just been lying around. He's just like, he's, and you know, the whole time with the selfie stick, Uh you know, like, guy eats insane shit live you know he's Uh like dreaming the whole thing um but he is also just sort of like hey man point me at an area where there's crap you need out of the way and Mm -hmm. i'll go get it i'm gonna do my thing though i'm gonna do my thing right i love it they love this shit i'm gonna eat a whole car (laughs) yeah uh and then the third thing so this is this is all in like July. This is all still mid-July. Mm-hmm. All this is going on. Um, 
in in late August, he gets a a phone call. Someone has given him a phone if he lost his. He has one, and almost no one knows the numbers, so it's strange that he gets the call. Let's let's zoom in on this moment for a okay. second. Yep. It's like a it's like eleven thirty or something okay. in a day. It's like uh, hello. Hey, uh, we met over the summer. This is uh, Doctor Klein. I'm just wondering if I can get your opinion on some of the uh, matters related to. Metahumanity and heroism for a seminar I'm teaching coming up in the fall at SCC. Uh, what do you think? Man, I don't know if you saw my news interview, but I'm not uh, I'm not real good at talking in front of a lot of people. Oh, it was a very raw performance. Very loved it. Very genuine. Very, uh, I would say unfiltered is the word, maybe. That's exactly the sort of thing I'm looking for, to be honest. Uh, it's a lot of fakers in business to be a little pejorative you know people like to opine about the metahuman condition without really having any first-hand knowledge but i don't know if that's a problem that you have i uh i think that uh bianca hernandez your one of your former former current i don't know what the situation is students is probably way better to talk to oh yeah well uh I didn't know if you knew. She told me in confidence. Uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, just the same, uh, you're a very uh, visible uh, person in the city, and I think it would be, well, I, frankly, it would be a hit with the students. Just think about it. Uh, sure, I'll give, I'll give it a, I'll give it a think. All right, excellent, very good, very good. How'd you get this number? Oh, I, uh, I know everybody. Been around a while. Mm. <laughs> uh, actually, Bianca told me. <laughs> All right. I, I thought it might have been as much, but had to make sure. All right, then. You uh, have a good click. Ah. <sighs> Doesn't want to go and do a guest lecture with Dr. Klein? No, not really. <laughs> Definitely not his thing. All right, so are we gonna are we gonna call it there, or you got any more you wanna? Um, the only other thing I'll say is that the people who told Morgan they would leave town. Seem to have kept their word. He doesn't see Misty. Doesn't see Kim. Doesn't see Sister Catastrophe. Um, other than that, I mean, it sounds like where we're leaving it is Morgan's 100% focused on the sink. The civil strife has basically blown over, although more like was a a blister that got lanced yeah but i'm sure there'll be the occasional upheaval you know hang uh leftovers and whatnot of right oh okay one last thing um the chicago papers 
make a lot of hay about Greg Greenwell's decision to relocate the majority of his business activities from Stringersburg to Chicago. He uh, is quoted as saying something like, you know, for a long time, it was the low rent and uh, permissive regulatory environment of Stringersburg that made it attractive to him. But given the recent violence, he felt he had to relocate. And he makes a joke about like, you know, it's bad when I'm relocating to shock to Chicago to be safer. Mm. Uh, and there's like a couple of days of flap about that comment and he like backpedals and whatever, whatever, but tucked away in there is something about the, uh, the MHTF starting talks with him to purchase certain intellectual property he developed in Stringersburg. Mm-hmm. I was waiting on something like that. Cease and desist. <sighs> Yikes. So now I can just, when it's my turn again, you know, in like 18 months. Uh huh. Oh, just, th- this I'll is going to be a long story arc. Well, I'll just, bravo. I'll just that, drop was, them in. that was a, that was a good, I like that. Everything. I was, good. I was worried occasionally that Morgan was kind of flat. I don't think so. But I think not at all. It was excellent. Um, go ahead. Well, I I am going to be happy in a weird way to return to poor sad Fergus. Poor sad Fergus. It'll be much easier to manage than the entire city. (laughs) You think so? Well, I mean. A little bit not, because he kind of wants to manage the whole city Hmm. in his own way, but he's not going to get that chance for a while. So I think it'll be interesting to to focus on how do I get through whatever weird shit I'm going through and not worry about anything else. Hmm. Good point. All right. Well, I guess I shall officially take the storyteller reins back over. Eh. And in that case, I have one final scene for Morgan. Okay. What are you up to, you shifty man? Bear with me. It's a bit of exposition. So I I pre-wrote this and hopefully it doesn't sound like garbage. Morgan and Bianca sit at her dinner table, numbly putting food in their mouths. Both have bruises and cuts. Bianca has an ice pack over one shoulder. Bianca's are from training. She's been, she's put herself on a strict regiment. There are too many close calls during the airport fight, and it showed how unprepared she was. Beast taken to learning hand-to-hand with Morgan, dealing with meta powers from Paku Paku, mystical threats from the sailor and Roland, and even the occasional mis- mix-up with uh, Mad Spitter. Morgan's still been trying to patrol, keeping his neighborhood safe. Things were still rough. A small group got the drop on him today with some leftover cease tech and nearly blasted his head off. B and Morgan share a glance over the table. 
Punches are getting solid, Morgan says between bites. It was his turn to cook, and he put together one of the three dishes that he knows how to make, a pale, a pale comparison to B's culinary skills. I still not getting my footwork right, though I did get two of you at the same time with my powers today. That's new. Shop talk dominates their conversations these days. Bianca glances down and back up. So... Roland seems nice. I mean, he's great. Super useful and all, but... Well, you know what I mean, Morg. Morgan looks to the side. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if he knows, you know? It's a long pause. They both realize at that point that someone else is in the room. A tall woman of Asian descent dressed in something that would be commonplace centuries ago. Morgan's surprised to see her because he isn't asleep and B's just surprised. Can I help you, lady? Bianca blurts out, standing aggressively, ready to oust the intruder from her apartment. Morgan puts out a hand towards Bianca. You can see her? Morgan says without taking his eyes off the woman. Sure, should I not? replies B. It's just, the last time, uh, it was all cryptic and vague. I got the feeling that this was supposed to be a once-in-the-blue-moon kind of thing. The woman cuts them off with an upraised hand. I will make this as brief as my time is limited. I am here for the avatar of contingency. Morgan points to himself. Ah, uh, sure, what do you need? The woman slowly shakes her head and points to Bianca. Her. Looking at Morgan, she says. You have been a wonderful steward of the power and an exemplary agent of contingency, but you were never meant to permanently don the suit. That responsibility belongs to her. It was given to you in trust until she was ready, and now that fate has come. Morgan, wait. Uh, all that you said, all, all that I went through, the, the suit, it's... It's all I ever wanted. You can't, you can't just take it like that. What about the choice I made? The woman smiles sadly. This is your choice. The suit, which was retracted under Morgan's clothes, rapidly cascades down his arm, across the table and over to Bianca. B stands there stunned as the suit envelops her, similar in many ways, but much more adopting to her aesthetic. The blues are a bit lighter, the silver replaced with white, and large patches of black accent the armor, now which has an organic flow to it. I... this... this... This is Morg's lady, take it off, Bianca screams. Sadly, I cannot. Fate lies strongly with you, child. She looks to Morgan, who is almost in tears with rage. And your fate is not yet set either. It has both just truly begun. What? But that's his whole thing. That's his whole thing. You have, speaking of making choices, wow, true, I have, I, I had no idea you had anything like this cooking. I am flabbergasted. Yeah, well, you know, I can't murder my darling, so I have to come close to. <laughs> wow. Damn. I, I don't know what to say. I'm stunned. I'm stunned here. <laughs> well, that's that's a, 
That is a bold choice. I like it. Hmm. Yeah, that's been that's been brewing in my mind. I was like, I don't know what Flocky has in I, store for Morgan. I, I mean, a lot of it developed during the story, you know, as mm-hmm. we were telling it. Uh, I I just um, I mean, I would never have presumed to have done something like that to. Y- your character why it's so much better slash worse when you do it you know what this reminds me of hmm yeah you do cirrus <laughs> yeah cirrus using like fateful arbiter whatever mm. technique on himself <laughs> so for those of you who are not exalted fans the uh, the game incorporates a lot of magical martial arts, one of the weirdest of which is the Righteous Devil style, because it is a martial arts style that, like e- the movie Equilibrium, revolves around guns. Flamethrower guns. Exalt- flamethrower guns, right. They're not projectile shooters. They're tiny flamethrowers. And most of the techniques in the style involve shooting someone else with fire (laughs) to make them feel bad or die. But there's also a technique where you shoot somebody with fire and it makes them like look into the innermost recesses of their soul and like be judged by this weird God. So uh, imagine my surprise as storyteller when this dude right here learns this, buys this, you know, new charm with his experience points and is like, yeah, I'm going to use it. I'm like, cool, yeah, we'll see what happens when you get into a fight. He's like, no, my character does it to himself. <laughs> I was like, what? He but- did it to to see if he was worthy enough to, you know, live. <laughs> by the standards of the, the judgmental righteous devil god. <laughs> How very Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to take like a session or two pause. I had to be like, I need a week to cope with this. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening anymore. <laughs> it was awesome. It was. It was awesome. All right, then. All right. We are going to end the session there. I hope everyone enjoyed Morgan's story arc and all the nonsense that it entailed. <laughs>